the Hammerdown Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer and Ron Miller. Welcome, race fans, to the Hammerdown Racing Report for Thursday, November 3rd. Show number 255 coming at you live from the Ron Miller Race Cars Hammerdown Racing Report studio. Hello. Yeah, hi. Yeah. Live on Facebook, uh, YouTube, and Twitter. Tonight on the show, we are uh, doing the first of our champions editions. And uh, Limeland champions will be joining us. Todd Sherman from the Modifieds and Gabe Mueller. Second year in a row, it's for a championship for him. That's pretty exciting. No, Different he... track, though, this, this year. Yeah. So, so they'll be joining us here in a few minutes. Uh, they also uh, both won the King of the Quarter Mile deal down there. That final The week. big money. Is that big money? I think it is. It's prestigious anyway. Yeah. And it sounds cool. I mean, your kids. Yeah. Um, also coming up a little bit later, we'll uh, talk about some stuff that happened this past weekend. I mean, no, nothing big at the finish of uh, the Martinsville race. No, nobody talking pretty about boring that, race. You we'll know? try and come up with something to talk about. The announcers kept talking about points during the whole race, and I, I guess it kind of played out. Yep, we have uh, some uh, hammer-down uh, hotline text oh, I'll bet. Uh, that we'll have to uh, answer here. And uh, we've got uh, a little bit of news to report, so stick around for that. Contact uh, Freeze Frame Photos for all your racing photo needs, though, from Action Shots to Victory Lane. Now is the time to order custom gift items for your sponsors. Uh, if you uh, can think of it, they can do it. They have all kinds of knick-knacky kind of things. Uh, check them out at Freeze Frame Photos online on uh yeah, we got that, Billy, on uh, Facebook, uh, and you can see some of the stuff there, and you can give Car- Charlie a call to order any of that stuff or ask him questions, 419-476-9978. Freeze frame photos, special moments, frozen in time. Dominator Race Products, check them out for hood scoops, fan shrouds, nose and tailpieces, pillar and sail panels, roofs, wheel covers, and much more. Uh, they're getting close to releasing the all-new Ultimate Body Panel which uh, I guess that's a line that they're coming out with, uh, which includes uh, filler panels, quarter panels, door panels, hoods. Do you know about this? Only that they've been very secretive about how they're, what they're made of, but I guess they're very, very durable and user-friendly. Durable and user-friendly. So like you could ride around the outside of a wall without damaging your uh, sheet metal. It might put some scratches in it, okay. but it, it, it would it would probably survive. Uh, check out DominatorRaceProducts.com or call 419-923-6970. Also uh, available from reputable dealers across the USA, including Ron Miller Race Cars. Big D's Pizza Subs, Ribs, Chicken, and More in Clyde, Ohio. Give them a call right now, 419-547-1444. Get some pizza, and uh, you'll have it by the end of the show. You can watch uh, the uh, the World Finals going on at Charlotte. I think tonight's right. the late models and big block modifieds. Yep. Um, so we'll try and get done at a decent time so you can get to that. Did you watch last night at all? I didn't. I fell asleep a little bit during the sprint feature. Not because it was boring. It was just I was really tired. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I woke up for the end, which uh, was pretty cool. We'll tell you who won that coming up a little bit later. Uh, big D's uh, in Clyde there. Big on taste, not on price. Uh, make sure to follow them on Facebook so you can get... Uh, the latest uh, menu items and special offers. They had a Halloween special the other night, too. Usually they have a, uh, we don't take Venmo. <laughs> I was talking to Dean earlier today. We were trying to exchange some money, and Venmo was uh, really? 
creating some issues. Yeah. So now Dean is now a cash app guy. Really? Mm-hmm. I heard that Ven- Venmo was charging some kind of exorbitant rates. Um, I, I don't, I haven't run into that. I'm not much of a Venmo guy, but uh, I think there was that whole deal where if it's like six hundred dollars, they'll charge tax or something. Yeah, this more was, than this was on like a ten dollar sale, and there was like a five dollar charge or I, I don't. I know. have no idea. It wasn't me, so I can't. I don't know. Cash app next time on the Hammer Down Race Report. Thanks to Ramila Race Cars, Headhunters, Barber Studio, and Salon as well for. Uh, Sponsoring the show, making it possible. Uh, racing Roundup action this past weekend. I got to uh, Montpelier Motor Speedway on Saturday. Um, as a spectator. As a spectator, yes. I want to thank uh, Larry Bowes for, for inviting me for that. That was really? pretty cool. Yeah. It's been, it was the first time I was there as a spectator. No, and you and let me it. tell you, I, I was hating that I didn't have a car there. In, in the grandstands or in the pits? Both. Okay. I wandered the pits and then settled into the grandstands for the races. Uh, but uh, Friday night, I guess they had uh, pretty bad uh, wrecks there. Friday night, one I heard uh, that flip uh, through some debris into uh, the crowd, and I guess they had to life flight somebody. I guess they end up doing okay, but uh, scary stuff there. Yeah, I, I heard that they weren't sure whether it was a big clump of mud or if it or what was, it was. A, a race car part. But general consensus was that there was a cushion and part of it. Oh, there was a cushion. Oh, At yeah. least Saturday there was. Yeah. Um, Friday night, uh, picking up the win. Uh, actually, a lot of these guys uh, repeated. Uh, they won Friday and Saturday night, uh, two-night weekend. Uh, Dylan Nussbaum uh, picked up the win in the Modifieds on a Friday and Saturday. Riley Hader picked up the win in the Dirt Track Truck Series on Friday and Saturday. Dalton Smith picked up the win in the Super Stocks on Friday and Saturday. Yeah. You're getting a trend here. Uh, Jeff uh, Matheny uh, picked up the win in the street stocks on uh, Friday night, but it was Tyler Bradley picked up the uh, win Saturday night in the street stocks. So. I believe that's Glenn Bradley's son. Is it really? Yeah. I did not know that. Um, oh, no, I'm, I'm doing this wrong. I'm sorry. J- Dalton Smith won the Hornets. My bad. Uh, and Smith uh, also won the Hornets on Saturday. It was Jeff Matheny who won the Super Stocks on uh, Friday. And Bill Lewis won the Super Stocks on Saturday. Travis Nichols was a Street Stock winner on Friday. Tyler Bradley uh, was a Street Stock winner on Saturday. I had my names all mixed up. I was like, sometimes the uh, class was first, sometimes the name yeah. was first. Yeah. guy that did the prep really sucks. Um, and then uh, they also had the micro sprints there on uh saturday and mike landis picked up the the win there that was pretty cool pretty good race uh, not too bad uh, most of the racing was pretty good really i i thought the sprints on that track would would look good micro sprints well yeah they did look good the track was scary fast too so that was pretty cool uh, the track, uh, uh, Big D's, uh, supplied the pizza for Vintage American Race Cars Party last weekend. Apparently they had their, uh, season ending party or awards right. banquet, whatever. We went to that that one year. We now, did. Gene doesn't invite us now that they have D, they didn't have Big D's there the, the one time we went. Right. And I don't think he's invited us to be back now that they've been doing Big D's for that. That's sad, Scott. It is. We need to do something about that. We'll we would do darn near anything for Big D's pizza. 
Uh, World of Outlaw, NAS Energy Drink Sprints, and the Late Models, both in action last night. A couple of uh, passes within the last two laps of uh, the features uh, determined the winner, Logan Schuhart picking up the win in the uh, sprints, and Mike Marler. Uh, I believe it was his uh, first ever uh, World Finals really? feature win. Yeah. It was uh, pretty good racing there. Didn't get to watch, but I heard that it was good racing. Thinking of watching some some tonight if we get done at a reasonable time. All right. I'm sure we will. Uh, NASCAR had some interesting action this weekend. Ty Gibbs. Some guys um, didn't play nice. Yeah. There was a, both both races, <laughs> Saturday and Sunday, uh, provided some excitement uh, for different reasons. Ty Gibbs uh, picked up the win on the Dead on Tools 250 at Martinsville on Saturday. He ended up uh, bumping his teammates. Um, not a bump and run, but a bump and wreck. Uh, put him in, stuffed him into the wall in the final lap to uh, pick up the win, and uh, his teammate was not so happy about it. Also, uh, knocked him. Uh, if he would have finished second or not wrecked his teammate, they both would have been in the championship four. Now, Gibbs only, only has is. has tie. Uh, Gibbs Racing only has tie in the championship four. I wonder and, how Grandpa feels about that. Yeah, well, we'll talk a little bit more about that uh, when we get to the news because. Uh, uh, he kind of, Ty Gibbs kind of changed his tune from uh, how he was feeling after the race to today, I guess, was press day at Phoenix, where he's, uh, I'm sure he's been coached a little bit, uh, but we'll talk about that because that was that was fun. Uh, in the championship four for the Xfinity Series is uh, Ty Gibbs, Justin Allgaier, uh, Josh Berry, and Noah Gregson. And Noah Gregson, I saw some uh, comments from him today where... <laughs> Yeah, I don't like the guy. I don't like Ty Gibbs. That's pretty much what he said. <laughs> it's like, I'll, I'll say it. Nobody else is saying it, but I'll say it. Yeah. I'm like, okay. So we know where Noah, Noah stands. Uh, could be an interesting race. It, it could be. Uh, cup action on uh, Sunday. Nothing too spectacular happening there. Christopher Bell had to win to make it into the championship four. And, and he, he did. And he did. Uh, that was uh, the Xfinity 500 at Martinsville. And uh, then uh, Ross Chastain was a couple spots out of uh, making it into the championship four. Had to pick up two positions on the final lap, and uh, he did. And he picked he, up five. And, and he was back quite a ways, so it was... From those two positions, It was yeah. really unlikely that he was going to pass a couple of cars. Crew chief was coaching him along, but... So he pulled the video game move that I'm sure everybody has seen by now. Yep. Uh, and just floored it, going into turn number three, put it up against the wall, let go of the steering wheel, floored it, and drove past five cars and earned right past Denny Hamlin. You know, <laughs> did I, you see Denny Hamlin's look after the race? I did. He was just standing there like, I can't believe what just <laughs> happened. Knocked Denny Hamlin out. We, we Fans were went good. Crazy. We were good. Yeah. Whoa. So uh, and here's uh, some of the radio chatter from some of the different teams. If you haven't, that... if you haven't listened to this, folks, it's really good. Pay attention. Yeah. Um, here we go. Ross, Ross, the fence outside of the outside, outside, outside. Holy cow! So that's Joey Logano. Yes, it does work. Holy! Did you see that? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Coming to the checkered flag. I Chase Briscoe's team. Yep. That's literally the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. That was straight video game. That was incredible. Watch one rip in the outside wall of the fence. Bubba Wallace's. Yep. Holy <laughs> <shit>. Unbelievable. <laughs> wow. I'm pretty sure he got in with that. 
That's the damnedest thing I've ever seen to one done. Eric Jones team. He was trying to play, hold it wide open and go. He did it. That is insane. Is he passed people doing that? Yeah, he got in the final four doing that. Holy Come and check your gap of one. Chase Come Elliott's team. Up off. What in the hell? <laughs> Alright, good job. He put it on the fence and went wide open there. I don't know if he beat the... Yeah, he did. He beat the freaking BT-11. What's the one outside over here? Outside, 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 outside. I guess we just lost on that. Well, I've never seen anything like it, but... Bell wins, he's in. And the one Hail Mary defense in three and four and uh, got it. Wow. Did all I could do for this. Two spots. And here's Chastain's radio. Gotta get him. Yeah, I gotta get him. D2. Keep coming. Keep coming. Hang on, man. Check the flag. Nice and easy. Keep it up against the fence there. Talk to me, boys. You made the transfer! You made the transfer, man! That was f***ing ridiculous, dude! That was wild, man! That was wild! Holy cow! Oh my god! I don't know how long you've been sitting on that move, but that was f***ing incredible. That was his car over. Badass. Good job, guys. So his team apparently approves of all that. At um, least once. Yeah, and uh, there's a lot of mixed uh, mixed feelings, I guess, about the move uh, among uh, some of the other drivers after the race. Uh, we did a Twitter poll and uh, kind of got tested the, the temperature, I guess, as to how the how some of our listeners felt about that, and uh, I'm not going to bring it up, but uh, I will tell you that it uh, 87% versus 13%. 87% were in favor of that move. Now, that poll was, do you approve of it? And and yeah. it was truly spectacular. Now, the next question is, is NASCAR going to make a rule to outlaw it? And do you think, Na- do you think NASCAR should, or should and they put an end to this right now? As of right now, they are not going to. Right. Did they deem that he did nothing against the rules? Right. And they're not going to put any new rules in place uh, before Phoenix. But it right. could be something that may be revisited during the off season. We want to know what our listeners think. Yeah, so we'll put up another Twitter poll. Yep. See if they think that NASCAR should uh, create a rule there. We had Gabe in, in, the, uh, in the green room there and he popped away. And there, look, he's coming back. Uh, Todd should be joining us. I have to reach out to him. Should we bring uh, Gabe in while we... Uh, well, sure. Oh, I think he's still connecting. He's looking a little white there. Gabe's a little pale. A little pale. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Let's see if we can hear him. Hey, Gabe, are you there? I think he's still connecting. Mr. Mueller? Mueller. Oh, Gabe, put your headphones on. All right, we'll, we'll come back to Gabe there, the uh, Lima Land champion here in just a second. Uh, we'll let you know that the championship four um, in the Cup Series uh, will be Christopher Bell, Joey Logano, Chase Elliott, who had uh, that his team had, was my favorite reaction with the, what in the hell? Yeah, that's it. Uh, that's the best one. And, uh, of course, Ross Chastain. Uh, those are your four championship contenders. Keep that in mind because uh, uh, how many in your chance to win a Big D's pizza uh, could have something to do with that. And if 
If there are some vendettas, uh, could they play out this weekend? They could. I think uh, Gabe is having a, struggling to find service at the dealership. Ah, he's having some uh, issues here. Uh, I have to have him call in. He's in a no, he's out in nowhere land. Oh, that's true. I forgot. Don't they have decent internet though? In the well. Yeah. Talk about Ron Miller race cars for a second. Well, Ron Miller race cars is taking orders for Fremont trucks, uh, super stocks, uh, pretty much anything you want. And, uh, we, we can handle it. It's a good time of the year to make those gift plans. certificates. You got uh, gift certificates for, for uh, Christmas and for Thanksgiving. <laughs> Thanksgiving gift certificates. Well, Absolutely. Reaching out to uh, Todd here to make sure he's going to be coming here. Let's. Uh... Hey, is this Gabe? Hello. Hello. Gabe. This is Gabe. Hey. Hey, <laughs> Scott. Yeah, it's it's me. It's not, me and it's, Ron. It's not somebody Stop. selling an auto warranty. No, not this late at, at night. Oh. That's disappointing. <laughs> um. Hmm. Yeah, so technically, uh, I snuck away from doing that to do this. <laughs> oh, so we're we're costing you money. We're costing you commissions, aren't we? Ah, uh, no, that's okay. It's nice to sneak away sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know Todd was busy today because uh, they just bought a restaurant out there in Indiana. He's from uh, Cherubusco, oh, Cherubusco, yeah, however you pronounce that. Uh, yeah, there's a, a new restaurant they purchased. I think in September, and they today was their grand opening. Ooh, so uh, nice. Yeah. They, could, they could be really busy. Yeah, yeah so, definitely exciting times. And I don't have his number. I was just communicating with him on Facebook. So hopefully okay. uh, he gets my message there and joins us soon. Anyways. Um, congratulations. Yeah, congratulations, Gabe. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you guys a lot. It's been a fun season. So uh, your first championship at Limeland and uh, your first year running there, right? Yeah. Yep. That's... Uh, that's one for one. That's pretty good. Yeah. What yeah, I like those odds. <laughs> <laughs> did uh, did it take any pressure off of you knowing that you had a, a backup car that was really good all year if you needed it? <clears throat> uh, yes and no. It would need a little bit of work to get um, to get converted over to, to Lima Land. So it really wasn't ready as a backup car for the majority of the season. Yeah. Um, but it, it, it helped. Honestly, it helped driving J- Jamie's car. It gave me um, a lot of a lot of confidence. Hold on, just one so- second, guys. Sorry. Sure. <laughs> All right. Sorry about that. Give me like thirty seconds. I'm sorry, guys. You you take. Oh, okay. He's he's trying to earn a living there. What the heck? I know it's crazy stuff. Guy's got to have his priorities, Scott. That's okay. It gives me a chance to. Uh, Try and get a hold of Todd here. Um, there, Todd may be uh, calling in here in just a bit. So anyway, he's going to miss out on his bonus money by not giving us a call. Is that how that works? Yeah, I thought that was uh, okay. I'm back. Sorry. Stuff. What are you you working or something? What the hell? Yeah, I am. <laughs> well, I went to a couple different offices to try to find service to log into the Zoom, and then 
uh, once I went into the service department, it started getting a little busy in there. So I had to go to the secluded office. Gotcha. What do you need a job for? I mean, you're like a champion two, two years in a row. I mean, isn't that, <laughs> doesn't that support your lifestyle? Multi man in a perfect world. <laughs> it should multi time feature cool. winner. So the 2000, oh you're the 2001, uh, super stock champion at, uh, Oakshade raceway, 2001, 2021. Okay. I was a little, man, I was 20 years off. A while. <laughs> <laughs> and you would have been a little young there for uh, 2001, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. I'd have been like nine or so, give or take. Well, that yeah. was, that was an impressive feat then. Uh, let it's me just say. Depending on my math. <laughs> so, I mean, you got that and, uh, you follow that up this year with, uh, the Lima land champion. Ship, uh, what's uh, I mean, what championship are you you shooting for next? I, I mean, I have an idea, but uh, I think you're on the right track. <laughs> we really want to get that Eldora championship. Okay, How- I would. Uh, I'm very satisfied with what I've what we have achieved so far, and so even if it doesn't happen, I I feel satisfied. But that is a that's a huge goal that we would love to achieve. Where did you end up uh, in points at Eldora this year? We ended up second. Tell, oh, tell, us about, tell, tell us about your season there. I, I know it was, it was exciting from, from your standpoint. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, I, I just wanted to make sure that I gave it, you know, my real efforts and just wanted to attack it full, full head of steam. And so as soon as I got on the track for that first qualifying session, I had no clue what to expect, but learned very fast that it's just a fast track and it can support a lot of momentum and a lot of speed into the turn, middle of the turn, exit of the turn, and of course down the straightaways. And I'm like, oh man, it's such a wide track. I thought that th- there's just there's so much room. For- I was excited to be on that track and it- and to learn it. I wanted to learn the fastest way around the track as quick as possible, and uh, it's it just clicked for the most part. We'd love to got a win there, but uh, Terry Russell won there last year in Jamie's car in a Ford. In a Ford. That Ford is stout. I will tell you that. <laughs> so, I mean, how different? Uh, how different is the car uh, from uh, what you were running at Oakshade last year? So, well, really, I, I've noticed the biggest difference is now that we we put back, you know, the solid pole bar on Jamie's car to r- run uh, Oakshade and then Fremont. Um, I have noticed quite a bit difference now between having that bar and then a couple other adjustments as well, um, and then the tire difference too. Uh, definitely impacts the way the car's grip and the fat and the way it travels around the track. And I felt the difference now and I can kind of, you know, diagnose the difference between how some different setups can affect the car and how I drive the car. But ultimately, um, Dana's car is hooked up and it's set up on the money. Okay. So, uh, how does the competition differ, uh, among, uh, the stock car classes at Oakshade, Lima land and Eldora? Um, well, so, I've heard a lot growing up, you know, people are telling me stories about their racing experience where they're, you know, I, I was to the floorboard, you know, I'm flat footed around there, yeah. blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, no way, you know, you're blowing smoke. Blah, blah, blah. And so, cause I personally at Oakshade, I've not been full throttle in all the years I've raced there. I, I, you know, I never really got to the floorboard, especially when I got a little bit bigger a motor. And so going to Lima land and Eldora, you're on the floorboard a significant amount of time. Um, but really what, uh, taught me that when, you know, I now I realized like when people are like, oh, I was to the floorboard, I get it because there was a dash for cash at Eldora we did. And I started, I think third or fourth. And as soon as the green flag dropped, I, the throttle went to the floorboard and it literally didn't lift until the checkered flag waved. And I was like, wow, this is intense. 
you're just are never lifting off the throttle at all door. And I'm like, holy crap, this is awesome. Time so, to tell, tell time to tell the car yeah, but, owner you need more motor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think he's he's working. He's got something in the works here. So uh, the 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 Ross Chastain move wouldn't uh, wouldn't have really benefited you since you were already all the way down <laughs> to the floor. Man, that was a wild move. I was just watching the recap on that earlier. That was pretty interesting. But no, yeah, I don't know. I'd be interested to find out if that's something that'd ever be possible. Oh, what, would, uh, sorry, would, Jamie, about your car. Yeah, I was going to no. say, how would Jamie feel about that? <laughs> we just have a long, expensive week. That's for sure. <laughs> so, no, we would. A couple did, sheets of aluminum. What, what's the deal? Did you? Yeah, maybe a tire or rim. <laughs> did you get to, uh, to run any other tracks uh, this summer? Um, we did Oakshade, Lima, Eldora, and Fremont. Okay. Uh, so last year we did 90, I-96 and um, Gas City and then Montpelier, but we didn't do those this year. Any reason uh, you didn't get to Montpelier or I-96? Well, I mean, other than I-96 kind of shutting down halfway through the year. Yeah, that's the reason for that for the most part. But then, uh, yeah, for Montpelier, we just kind of, we just had a lot on our plate. Uh, putting two cars together and it just it gets expensive and time consuming. We're all busy, super busy those those past couple weeks. And plus, um, we really wanted to dial in Jamie's uh, car to make sure that it doesn't have any um, you know outstanding issues. There was a couple concerns after Fremont that were uh, brought to our attention that we just felt more comfortable calling it a season at this point. We felt really good about our season. What do you uh, think about that dirt truck uh, versus the uh, the Oakshade Superstocks at Fremont? That was fun. I uh, I didn't know what to expect going into it, and I tell you what, I am certainly impressed with the trucks um, because they're they're definitely fast and uh, were great fun competition. And I learned a lot too. So I every time I race, I, at this point, I'm trying to learn as much as I can about you know attacking corners, throttle control, trail braking, you name it. I'm just trying to learn as much as I can so I can take what I learned from each track and each different you know, a set of comp- competitors and just apply it as much as I can to other tracks and other against other competitors. So if that race happens next year, you'd uh, throw your hat in to be there. Oh yeah. We'll be back. We'll bring both the cars. Right. Oh, you know, I, I meant to mention when I was talking about, you know, being full throttle and things like that. So w- when you asked about the competition at like Lima land and Eldora, um, the reason why I mentioned that is because like, if you give these guys an inch, they take it. And so you, you're forced to race very fast and there's, you know, you're so so little room for error at Eldora. If you make a mistake, you're most likely passed. Or uh, you know, even Limeland, it's it's just it's just very fun. I love how wide the tracks are too. They're very very forgiving for making mistakes. Did you make a lot of mistakes? <laughs> oh yeah, I feel like every lap you make at least a little okay. bit of a mistake. Let's you go, know, let's go back to that truck race. If another track ran that same event. Um, you think it would work as well as what they did at Fremont? Oh, yeah. I, I think it would be cool if Oakshade ran that event because, I mean, I'm sure we'd be there. And I, I think that's what Ron was see... trying to get you to say. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it'd be interesting to have the trucks come and compete, um, you know, against the Superstocks, uh, you know, on our turf. And just to, just to shake it up. I and don't that... see any harm in it. Sounds like it'd be a lot of fun, interesting event. And that could really Bring work. It on. That could really work because Gabe, they they shut down uh, most of the month of August, I third July, whichever, uh, for the mm-hmm. fair. So they have a big hole in their schedule. Oh yeah, I think we need to fill that hole. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll, I'll put my name on the on the uh, 
on the roster for that. We'll we'll get to work on that and see if we can make that happen. Um, nice. So when you won the championship at Oakshade, you were running your own car, right? Yeah. Okay. And then so, but oh, there, a lot of help there's from a but. Jamie and Terry. Sorry, oh, go ahead. No, no. I, you said there was a but. So there, you had a lot of help from Jamie and Terry. Fun, yeah. Ben Leaf too. Um, my buddy John. Just so much help. It's unbelievable what goes into this into these race cars and teams. Well, then that's an effort. That's probably going to lead into uh, the answer to this question. John Young wants to know, how did you get uh, uh, with Jamie to run his car for this season? Well, uh, pretty much what happened was Terry Rushler was racing it, and actually Terry and Jamie built this. And so shout out to those guys for one, because they dialed in the car for Eldora last year. And so really, I stepped into it, already dialed in, bugs worked out of car uh, from when Terry races. So. Uh, definitely blessed in that aspect for sure. And I have to go through the woes that they had to go through originally. But um, basically, Terry was offered a late model ride. And so once that, uh, once he stepped away from Jamie's car, uh, they, you know, they talked and, and decided to offer me the ride. And so Jamie called me one day and um, said he had, you know, really good news and explained it to me. And of course, I was ecstatic. I didn't see it coming necessarily and didn't ever think that this opportunity would ever present itself. But you know, blessings come in, in all shapes and sizes, and this is certainly one of them. Awesome. And so, of course, I said, yeah. <laughs> so, of course, you said, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and then that's how it happened. Yeah, you know, with with all all the different tracks you've, you've raced on over the past few years, what uh, would you say is your favorite at this point? Oh, it's such a tough one. I, I don't really know for sure, but I, I don't I, – I like Oakshade, Lima, and Eldora are my top three. I really enjoyed I-96, though, too. Um, you just like to go fast in circles. I don't care where. Yeah, I, I don't really care where. I, I just uh, I enjoy every time. It's so different at each track. That's what a lot of people told me, that I would learn a lot. And my goodness, racing with so many different types of drivers, different styles of drivers, different you know experienced types of drivers, it's exciting, and different tracks. Because what's cool is, you know, even at Limeland, I noticed throughout the season that every week, the track conditions were different. You know, it would be hammered down, muddy, maybe a little rough one night. The next night it could be bone dry, slick, uh, black slick from the bottom to the top. And it, you have to adapt and you have to get your setup right. So it really puts the team perspective in the, in, well, the team effort in the perspective that if the car is not set up correctly, the driver can only do so much. And if the car is set up correctly, the driver has to do so much because it's not super often you have an on-the-money race car that you can definitely win with and so it's just definitely a team effort when the track conditions change so so much um from week to week so what are and even during the week during the night i, I noticed <laughs> they, they reprep it and it's like different and like holy crap you gotta make more changes yeah so it's just a lot of learning but it's exciting i i, I truly do love that aspect a little bit different track every week is exciting for me so what uh, what's the plans for uh, for next year? Is I mean, other than uh, trying to get that championship at Eldora, kind of the same thing you did this year. Well, um, most likely, uh, for sure, we're going to do the Eldora. We're going to chase the Eldora uh, championship. We're going to convert my car also. Well, my car is kind of ready for Eldora, but we're going to finish it up to make it Eldora ready too, so we can get both cars out there. Um, I don't know that our schedules and just the time will uh, allow two championship chases again. Um, and truthfully, I, I'm not one to have super desires for multiple championships at the same track type of thing, because honestly, sometimes racing for points is super stressful and it can take the fun out of it, which 
um, you know, we've had some a couple times this year where we got down in the dumps and um, it, it sucks being down in the dumps sometimes when, you, when you're racing for points because, like I said, it can take the fun out. So I definitely know we're for sure going to do Eldora, but we're still up in the air about maybe running a Lima Land Championship um, or just kind of put a schedule together of a few different tracks inconsistently. Steve, Sch- consistently. Steve Schloes mentioned that uh, Don Radebois, uh helped your career a bit. Yeah, my goodness. Yeah, I met Don uh, at Eldora for opening season or opening night. And uh, he just he offered to follow us and shadow us for the night and, and just kind of record the debut. And that was that was another huge blessing. I tell you, racing is full of blessings and uh, a lot of life experiences. And you meet a lot of cool people. And he was one of them. He is indeed. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome, dude. Um, yeah, for sure. We're going to let you go. We'll get back to work there. Congratulations again on uh, the championship. Thank you, guys. And uh, and and Todd's been trying to call in now, so we're we're gonna oh yeah. we're gonna move over to Todd. We were gonna have you both on at the same time, but apparently both of you guys are having some connection issues. So, <laughs> and, and I haven't figured out the three way calling on my phone just yet, and I didn't want to hang up. Oh, on that's you, so. <laughs> no problem. Um, well, it's always a pleasure to be on. I appreciate the invite, guys. Yeah, no problem. And uh, we'll I'm sure we'll probably have you on at some point. Do something big next year. Win at Eldora. We'll get you back on next year. Okay. No pressure. All right. You got a deal. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Gabe. Thank you, guys. We'll see you later. Yep. We'll see you. Bye. Bye. There you go. It's uh, Gabe Mueller. Gabe Mueller, the Thunderstock champion there at Lima Land. And uh, now let's give a ring to Todd Sherman, who was having some uh, connection issues. Hello. Hi, is this Todd? This is Todd. Hey, Todd, it's Scott Hammer, Ron Miller, Hammerdown Racing Report. Uh, you're on the air. Cool. <laughs> uh, Finally, huh? Yeah. Uh, I well, from what I uh, what I gather, today is a pretty busy day for you. Uh, didn't you bought a, a a restaurant, and today was the grand opening. It was actually yesterday, but it, it went really, really well. Um, so. It's me and my uh, wife and my son and his wife went together on it. Uh, it's just up the road. We ate there every day, and the owner passed away unexpectedly, and we just figured it would be, you know, maybe a good investment. And I'm getting old enough. I might have to quit racing one of these days. So oh, run a restaurant. Your so, fans so, don't want to hear that. So besides being a, a racer, now you're a chef? No, I'm not cooking. I'm just, I'm just owning. Okay. You're not going to turn. It actually came with a staff of people. They, oh. the people there, were really wanting us to buy it because you know it's their livelihood too. So, got a pretty good crew of people. So, the Half Acre Cafe, correct? The Half Acre Cafe between uh, my shop and Albion on uh, Highway Nine, right at the entrance to the Chain Lake State Park, like a half a mile. So, in today's economy, having a crew ready to to jump in and and run your business, that's pretty amazing. Yeah, it is, and uh, they had some good people, and we hired, uh, you know, a couple other people, too, to help us out, and we stumbled on to a couple people through Facebook that were really close that are going to be a big help to us, too, so. Well, congratulations not, on that. You're not going to turn it in uh, or uh, change it to, like, a, a racing-themed restaurant, are you? No, that's what everybody thought, and there's some, <laughs> some old tractors out front as decoration. They're like, are you going to put race cars out in front of there? I was like, no, we're leaving it just the way it was. It worked. <laughs> worked fine just the way it was so if it ain't broke don't fix it 
Exactly. I don't know. I've got an old DeSoto race car in my front yard that my wife would probably like seeing in your front yard. There you go. That'd be cool too. There you go. So yeah. you, she, she says, come get it. Oh, <laughs> you might have to dig it out a little. It's been sitting in his yard for quite a while. I'll blow up the tires. We're good. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, well, so these, tr- these tractors too, they've been <laughs> sitting there a while. So are you going to have time to continue uh, doing the racing thing, owning a restaurant and uh, you got Sherman enterprises there as well? Yeah, we're, you know, I'm not planning on slowing down on the racing and, uh, we had three guys at the shop today and we got a car almost ready to come off the jig. We got one at the powder coater and we delivered one last week. So the racing deal is going really good. We had a, we had a good season, a lot of interest in people buying cars. So every time I get nervous that the economy slowing down, there's people still spending money. So, so are you done racing then for this season? I don't think there's any, you know, we actually got an invite to the, the gateway dirt nationals oh. in St. Louis. So we're going to be going there on December the 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. That's all. Have you run that before? I have not. And, you know, we've tried to get an invite and never did. And then I made up my mind, you know, I'm done trying to get an invite. And I was <laughs> in the second round pick and I'm like, Man, I didn't want to go, but then it's kind of a once in a lifetime deal probably for me. So I'm going to, going to give her a whirl. I'm going to take my Lima car. I haven't ran it since. Uh, the points got over at Lima, so I'm gonna. So how many different I'm cars gonna, do you have? I got two. I got one that I just saved just for Lima, okay. and it just it saves on maintenance and wear and tear. And you know their point deal so good there that you know you get running all over the place with the same car, and motors get tired and stuff get tired. So I just dedicate one car to to Lima Land. So what you ran at Montpelier was was not the Lima Land car. Correct. We we got another car that we run. Uh, the Lima Land car has a CC525, which is basically a, a stock Corvette engine, you know, out of a, out of a new Corvette. It's an, L- an, LS, an LS series engine, correct? Exactly. It's the, uh, I don't know if they call it the LS6 or what, but right. basically they, uh, um, just have to put an intake on it. We can't run fuel injection and they got a RPM limit on it. But it, it seems to be perfect for, for Lima Land. You know, just the right amount of horsepower, and it's a pretty light motor, too. It's 100 pounds lighter than a standard small-block Chevy. Hmm. So this is your ninth Lima Land championship. Uh, I mean, how does this uh, compare to uh, winning that very first one? Is it is it still special? You know, it is. And it's like it. I'm not a spring chicken anymore, and there's a lot of young kids you know, to have some backing behind him and stuff. And it's, you know, it's, it's tough to win races, you know, no matter what. So I guess at my age, I'm glad to be able to still get it done. How many uh, track championships do you have overall? You know, I never really kept exact track, but it's probably around 25. I, I wish I had that problem. <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. We've got some on the asphalt and then like, 2003 was my first full season on the dirt. And then I ran maybe one or two asphalt races and I do own an asphalt car too. And, um, we had Tyler Rorick drive it for us last fall at the blowout at new Paris. And, uh, he, he won by over a half a track with it. So we got a pretty good asphalt program too. Man, you got the dirt and the asphalt covered. That's an outlaw style late model. No, modified. It's, a, it's a modified. Oh, okay. Yep, it's All a right. modified. Okay. I saw the picture. I wasn't sure. I was like, is he running asphalt too? Okay. That makes sense then. Uh, is that car going to be running next year then, the asphalt car? 
You're going to have someone. I don't that? think it is. It got to be too much to try to maintain, you know, that many cars. And, um, we let some guys run it this summer and they, they ran pretty good with it, but, uh, they brought it back, took their motor out and stuff. They, they, they supplied the motor and I supplied the car and they paid the expenses and we just tried to help them out. But it's just too much for me to try to, you know, do all that. So you are the all time win leader at, uh, at Lima land, but only by a slim margin. Jerry was telling me that you and Tony Anderson have kind of been trading that, uh, that claim back and forth that, but right now you have that a slight advantage. Is that something you pay attention to at all? Not really. I know that I, I, I was the all time winning as modified driver, but Tony, you know, he's ran two, two classes for quite some time. So I think he was the all time overall. And I thought he still was, but, Maybe I took it back, but we just built a brand new stock car. Me and a buddy of mine, Mark Matson, he uh, he ordered one from us, and we got the frame back and stuff. So I'll probably be running more stock car stuff next year at Lima. Really, Gabe's not. We just had Gabe on, who uh, was the uh, the Thunderstock uh, champion. Uh, I'm guessing he's probably not going to be happy to hear that. Or well, he's well. a good competitor, so <laughs> yeah, he'll. You know, if you want to. If you want to be a champion, you got to beat champions. So there you go. That's the way I always look at it. So he can get her done again. So are, are there any uh, championships you haven't won that are kind of on your bucket list? Uh, you know, something you'd like to check off uh, that list before you you hang up the helmet. You know, it's it's a long shot, but we were you know we got up to second in the national UNC points. You know, this summer, and then it just kind of. It gets down to the end and you get where you got to get first or second place, you know, to advance, you know, more points. And it just, it gets really tough when you're trying to run a business and you're not a full-time racer and you can't, you know, run as many races as what some of the other guys do. But for a while there, we thought we had a shot at it, but it just didn't work out. I just saw that the short schedule or a short season, I should say at Lima Land kind of is beneficial for, for your schedule. Well, the problem is, is I, I run really good at Lima. We run really good at Gas City. Um, and Lima runs such a short season. If they, if they added, you know, if they started early and ran later and I could get 10 more races in there, you know, cause we, that helped me for the national championship. Yes. That would definitely, that would, that would definitely help me because that's one of the tracks that I really excel at. And I think it's, you know, kind of my driving style, you know, the, the turns are farther apart and I can stay on the gas more there. It seems like the paperclip tracks I'm not quite as good at where you got to really slow down in the corners. So I, I was uh, told that uh, there was an incident, I think it was this year at Montpelier, uh, where Santa had to uh, hold you back. Yeah, and I didn't even know it until I was on my way home. I was like, <laughs> somebody sent me a picture and said, well, you might be on the naughty list, but I'll still buy you presents. I'm like, what are they talking about? And then they sent me a picture, and Santa had a hold of me pulling me out of a guy's car. Want to tell us what happened there? Uh, well, it's just a, a guy we race against that causes a lot of problems and wrecks a lot of cars. He, he hit me from behind, and then he turned the wheel to the left and it turned my car like you know halfway down the straightaway headlong into the wall mm. you know and it's like it's you know it's, like, it's a common problem with him so i just i just had it i mean I'd, I'd had enough watching him wreck other cars and wreck me and so i got out and threw my steering wheel at him which i shouldn't have done and i you know it is what it is sometimes racing doesn't bring up the best 
a NASCAR driver got a week off for doing what he did to you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and like Tony Stewart got mad through his helmet several times and never got barred. And, you know, so I got barred for three weeks. They had a conference call between me, him and the promoter. And, you know, he wasn't admitting any wrongdoing at all. It was my fault. So I just said, you do whatever you got to do to me. And I hung up on him. So he had sent me a, he sent, you know, he called my son and just said, Hey, just send a, you know, a formal protest that you don't agree with what I did. And we'll just let you come right back. And I thought, nah, not doing it. I just went to Butler and then I, I think I won like five features in a row up there. So it, it actually helped me out. They paid a little bit more and it's a little bit closer to home. So, and they got a new promoter there, Tim Wilbur, and he's yeah. doing a really good job. Yeah. We've talked to you him know, they, a couple of times. Yeah. They got some sponsors and you know, he's a racer, so he gets it, you know, how, but I think how, the the funny part about that story, though, is just the fact that Santa Claus was the one to restrain yeah. you, and you didn't even realize it was Santa Claus at the time. No, I, I somebody <laughs> grabbed me and pulled me back, but I didn't I didn't realize who it was until we were on the way home. And I'm like, oh no, now nah, I'm on the naughty list. Great. <laughs> That's great. How was the track up at Butler this year? I know past years there were some complaints. You know, it's it's. I quit going up there because it seemed like it was top side dominant and one groove and there wasn't a lot of passing. And if you got on the front row, you could win. And this year, I, it, at one race, I don't even remember what happened, but I had to start, I had to start 17th and, and I won from 17th. Ooh. I was running inside, outside. And, you know, it was just like unbelievable because normally it's just not that way. And, uh, but I could come right off on the bottom and, and get cars you know, down the straightaway. So I, you know, it, it was way, way, way better, like unbelievably better. So what, uh, what do you have uh, planned for next year? You're going to maybe get the Butler a few more times. I haven't quite decided, but you know, when you're looking at a national championship and, and that's another track that I excel at, you know, we won a bunch of the races in the nineties up there. And, uh, it's it's definitely something that I'm going to consider. You know, I like Montpelier, and I've considered that my home track. And I have 74 A main wins there, and I wanted to get to 75 this year. That was my goal was to get you know one more win there, and then that didn't happen. And I wanted to get my 50th one in at Lima Land, and I did get that in, so that was that was cool. So. But now I think I'm up to almost 57, 8. I don't even know. I don't keep track, but. Now I'm going to have to make it to 75 at Lima Land. So, <laughs> so is, is the the national championship? Is that kind of your focus for next year then? And, it, and it not any particular is. track championships. Probably, I mean Lima. We always go for that just because okay. Lima does a, such a good job of you know uh, rewarding champions. You know, with the NASCAR, it's NASCAR sanctioned, so we get you know like a free helmet and a driving suit, and there's other you know they get money from NASCAR, so. It's, it's kind of a good deal for the racers. Speaking of uh, NASCAR, what did you think of Ross Chastain's move uh, at the end of the Martinsville race? Well, my son's like, you got you to watch this. And he showed it to me, and I said, I don't care about no video games. And he goes, that ain't a video game. That's real life. I'm like, that's a video game. And I said, somebody's pranking you. And it's like, I looked at it again. I'm like, what the heck did I just see? You know. <laughs> I think but that's what everybody's just, reaction was. Well, it just reminds me, of the, you know, when we were kids, we had the slot cars and the outside rail had a wall on it. When you're on the outside, you could run wide open through the corner because that rail held you in. And it's like, 
I guess I never expected anybody to be able to do that in a in a stock car, I guess. Early, earlier in the show, we did an audio clip of some of the crew chiefs and drivers' uh, response to it in, in real time. Um, if, if you get a chance, you need to uh, dig up our our show uh, and listen to it early on. You don't have to watch the whole show, but it, it was really entertaining. Or at least find that yeah. video clip. You can find it. It's, uh, yeah. It's my favorite still is what in the hell? What was that? <laughs> well, well, I mean, it creates some drama and a buzz, and I think it helps racing, but I think they'll probably put a rule to it that you're not allowed to <laughs> ride the rail. I mean, I mean, he, I mean, if he if he hooked wrong, he could have got up on the wall and went into the grandstand. Oh yeah, I don't know. So I'm assuming that's something you've never contemplated in the modified because I don't think that would work real well. No, I'm I'm a kind of a devout coward. If you watch me race, I don't get close to the wall very often unless I have to. That makes sense. So I I like to run the conservative line. You know, guys like Tony Anderson and myself, if you really watch and you know racing, we both drive pretty conservative because you're not going to win as many championships as Tony and I have if you're in the infield or you're in the pits. You know, you're you got to keep your car under control and stay out of wrecks and and, you know, the start of the race is where most bad things really happen. So I try to be really cautious, you know, the first yep. four or five laps. And then if I'm going to throw all caution to the wind, I'll do like Chastain did. I mean, he, he didn't do, he could have done that halfway through the race. It was a Hail Mary on the last lap. And if you're going to do one, that's when you got to do it. That's when the time's right. Yep. I was surprised the, the new car held up much better than I thought it would, you know, with a composite body and everything. I, I really thought that he was going to have used up that right side, but it didn't look too bad. Well, I got a, like a couple of years ago we, when uh, we won the championship at Lima, we got to go to uh, Charlotte for the banquet and a friend of ours is a crew chief at Tony Stewart racing. We got to see those cars before they race them. They took, he took us in the back room and there's a lot of bracing like on the bumpers and it's, they're pretty strong cars, which they're talking about the concussions and right. stuff now mm-hmm. because it, because they're too strong. So it, apparently the the fenders and stuff like that are pretty strong. Or otherwise, they could take a pounding like that. Well, and like me, you've been around quite a while, and you know, back in the day, you could run head on into the wall and change a tire, and the car was fine, but the driver was hurt. So somewhere they've got to find the middle ground with the new cars. Yeah, I got I got a really good friend. His name's Moose Myers, and he won over yeah. 500 A mains, and he lives real close to here, you know. And he said back in the day, you know, there was cars that weighed 5,000 pounds, and he said we came out with a car that weighed 2,700 pounds. And he said I could pass every car in two or three laps. He goes, the problem was if one of them hit you, your car was junk because they weighed <laughs> 5,000 pounds. Yeah, <laughs> Moose Myers and his fold away doors. Yep. Nice. We just had him up to our restaurant the other night. We had our kind of a soft opening to train our cooks and stuff that were new, and he came up, and it's just it's awesome to listen to his stories. It's I mean it's unbelievable. He he dominated for probably twenty years during his career. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. I want to go to this restaurant. I wish you didn't live so far away. I mean, we're in the Toledo area, so that's a, a little bit of a hike uh, to get there. 
Well, another friend of ours is uh, his name's Steve Adams, but he uh, he owns some Frickers restaurants in the Orchard Tree and okay. Van Wert and stuff. And he actually came over to our opening. He's a friend of ours. He invited us to the Frickers one when they had theirs. So he came over and had him and his wife had dinner. So it ain't that far. You can make it over here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll share some racing stories. Uh, we we got to get going here, but uh, we wish you luck next year on that uh, the Lima, defending the Lima Land Championship, the uh, National Points Championship, and uh, have fun at the the Gateway Dirt Nationals. I'm you actually kind of jealous. That's pretty pretty cool because he'll be carrying our mojo along with him. Because oh, that's true. Yeah, um, a lot of our guests go on to win the next race, you know, and. Oh man, that'd be awesome. If you had to wait until spring, I man, that that's kind of tough, but going to Gateway, that's that's uh what well, that's about a month away, isn't it? Right about a, It's going to it's going to be an experience. We got a customer that bought a new car from us. He's ran it a couple times and uh Lima Land, we run a 564 gear and that you know, at Lima, it's a quarter mile track and over there he told me to run a 757 wow. gear. I was thinking that it'd have to be touching almost eight. It is a little yeah, track. Yeah. He, he said put a 757 in it because if you don't, it's going to be bogging off the corners because it's a small track. Well, we'll definitely so, be. I've been, oh, go ahead. I've been studying some of the videos on YouTube, kind of watching <laughs> where the guys were running and the shape of the track and stuff like that. So we've got a little bit of an idea, I guess. I think if you stay away from the walls uh, like you seem to like to do, you should be all right. I should be all right. <laughs> well, we'll certainly be watching for that. Absolutely. All right. Well, it was good, to- good talking to you. Yep, definitely good talking to you. I'll uh, reach out to Santa Claus, see if I can get you back on uh, the good the good list before uh, Christmas comes up. Try to do that, would you? <laughs> all right. <laughs> Thanks so much, Todd. All right. Take care. Yep, you t- we'll see you. Bye. Bye. There you go. This is Todd Sherman, the uh, modified champion this year at uh, Lima Land. Uh, very cool guy. He's got a lot going on. The restaurant, he's got a shop, uh, Sherman Enterprises. Uh, he's got the right. the asphalt program that sounds like that's going to be put on hold at least for next year. And a lot going on there. That car will be sitting in the corner just in case he gets a bug to do it. There you go. Uh, i got to thank Oakshade Raceway, where the fastest meet to race. Uh, the awards banquet's coming up on Saturday, December 3rd, in the Junior Fair building at the Fulton County Fairgrounds. Cost is $30 a ticket. Uh, info on how to uh, get a ticket is posted at oakshaderaceway.com. Uh, no tickets will be sold at the door or after November 25th, and the driver must be present to receive their awards. So check out oakshaderaceway.com for information on how you can get uh, your tickets. And uh, Rambler Race Cars, uh, give him a call right now. He's uh, This is the least busy season for him. Boy, it, if there is a least season. You know, se- summer's not busy. too bad as long as the guys play nice, Scott. As long as they don't break all their cars. Yeah, yeah. during yeah. the winter, you know, we start getting stacked up building cars. So at, at least it's organized chaos. Give him a call now, 734-856-7223. That's 856-RACE. There you go. Uh, or if you just need parts, safety equipment, uh, service, whatever, he's got it. And uh, uh, I know you were working on uh, an Oakshade Hall of Fame. You've been talking about that for quite a while. Is there? Is that actually got any traction? Is that happening? I, I haven't. I haven't pushed it lately, but uh, 
you know, I, I think, I think we need to work on that, Scott. All right. Well, you got about a month before the banquet. Maybe uh, you can make an announcement at the banquet. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> no pressure. Uh, a little bit of racing it news. It would have to be in conjunction with the folks at Oakshade. Well, you know. of course. Uh, a little bit of racing news to cover here before we get to uh, how many and a chance to win a Big D's pizza. Joey Logano uh, was impressed by Chastain's uh, wall riding, as you saw by the driver team yeah. communication radio there. Uh, he was impressed by that uh, move they got him in the championship for, but warns that uh, the box has been opened in all NASCAR classes with the wall riding move as an option, unless uh, NASCAR would step in and uh, make a new rule that would outlaw that. But now that's like in uh, everybody's toolbox. Now they have. Uh, do we when, when Scott, do we when I, do we pull I, out the wall ride? I, you know, I really see Mary. that happening. Uh, at the end of races? Uh, I, no, I, I see NASCAR. Oh, you see the rule in. happening. Yeah. I, I, do you see? Too, there's too many bad things that could happen. It is a little dangerous, yeah. Do, do you see, uh, though, anybody this weekend, if the circumstances are right, maybe uh, trying a Hail Mary like that? To win the NASCAR championship? Hell yeah. yes. Okay. There you go. Uh, Brad Keselowski. Uh, actually, he was the one, I think he got, uh, he's the one that got bumped by Chastain. He, he did. He's the one that slowed Chastain down uh, coming to the line there. He crossed well, the Chastain line. Chastain was just going so yeah. fast that he couldn't get woed up in time. He uh, crossed the line in the fourth position uh, at the end of the race. However, Brad Keselowski was disqualified after failing to meet the minimum uh, weight requirements. I wish I knew a little more about that. And I, yeah, I, I did my homework trying to find out how much too light or... You know, if something had fallen off the car, they don't make that kind of mistake. Not usually. Um, Alex Bowman has been medically cleared to return to racing. He will compete on uh, Sunday in the uh, Cup Series finale at Phoenix. And last night, uh, Cole Macedo was uh, running his uh, sprint car there. Really? Alex Bowman's uh, sprint car, yeah, so it's pretty oh, cool. Oh, okay. I'll have to get a hold of Cole because he's the Attica champion. Yeah. And we're going to have that uh, show coming up in a little while. Uh, Tony Stewart lost to Madison Payne in the final round of the NHR, NHRA Top Alcohol Class on uh, Sunday at the Strip at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. In his drag racing debut, he lost by two ten thousandths, thousandths of uh, a second. In the final round. Well, that's pretty amazing. That's a pretty for, good debut. Yeah, it really is. Apparently, Tony's pretty fast going in a straight line. Must have a good teacher. He must, yeah. Uh, Tyler Reddick uh, exited Sunday's cup race early after not feeling well. That was kind of a weird deal. Did it you was. see that? He just kind of, yeah. Uh, Reddick was involved in a stack up on a restart, uh, getting into the back of a car that forced his head forward and then was rear ended, forcing his head back. Uh, he was evaluated at the infield care center. And everything checked out okay, so I guess that's good news there. But better safe than sorry. Yeah. Does it? Does it? Is it just because he's leaving that team at the end of this year now that it figured it didn't really matter, or did he get his bell rung? Or he could have seriously got his bell rung, like uh, Todd was saying. These and you were saying these cars yeah. are a lot uh, sturdier. They are. Uh, Jimmy Johnson, did you hear about this? Uh, probably not. He's uh, finalizing a deal to obtain an ownership stake within the Petty GMS organization and is expected to drive in select races. Really? Yeah. So we could be seeing uh, Jimmy Johnson back in the Cup Series for some races. Now, let's see. Petty's running 
Chevrolets, isn't he? I think. I think so. As far as I know. Uh, I, I with with Johnson's career with with Hendrick, I couldn't see him going any other way, but with with Chevrolet. But uh, that'll be interesting to see. Absolutely. Uh, a celebration for, um, excuse me, a celebration of life for Rick Eshelman will be held tomorrow. That's Friday, November fourth, at the Dirt Track at Charlotte at eleven thirty a.m. Visit the uh, online obituary posting for uh, Rick Eshelman. All the details on how to stream the service are posted on the uh, Hammerdown Racing Report Facebook page. We got a post there. There's a link to the. Um, the MillardFamilyChapels.com um, thing. And that's where you can, there's going to be a, a tribute wall, and then there's going to be a watch now. You can watch the live webcast video that uh, will start streaming at uh, well, whenever they start, but it's not going to be before 1130. So there you go. And that's a pretty cool thing. Yeah, I plan on Rick checking was, that out. Rick was special to a lot of us. Absolutely. Uh, Ty Gibbs, uh, he we talked about this a little bit ago, but uh, he compared yeah. himself to Jesus after being booed when he won Saturday's Xfinity race at Martinsville after uh, moving, uh, was it Brandon Jones, out of the way, putting him in, yeah. the, stuffed him in the wall to uh, take the lead, which also his teammate, by the way. I'm pretty sure grandfather wasn't real pleased no, with that. Neither was father. With, with that comparison. Oh, oh with the, the Jesus thing? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think a lot of people were impressed by that, uh, but uh, he uh, has kind of come uh, come 180, and uh, earlier today he had this to say, uh, quote, doing things like that, I think definitely those things are dirty and unacceptable and not right, unquote. So, yeah, I think that somebody, yeah, okay. uh, I think uh, they had a little family meeting there saying, you know, you need to say this. Yeah. He's not making any friends. That, that, and that wasn't very articulate, but okay. Yeah, it, it is what it is. The inaugural season for the Extreme Outlaw Sprint Car Series presented by Low E Insulation has officially ended with no suitable rescheduled date for the season finale at Devil Bowl's, Devil's Bowl Speedway. Points leader Shane Cockrum and the uh, Amadi uh, Racing Team have been deemed the 2022 champions claiming the inaugural $20,000 title check. Ooh. Uh, and finally, uh, last bit of news here, the Indy Light Series has been renamed to Indy Next by Firestone. That's NXT in capital letters. They're kind of copying off of the wrestling yeah. thing, N-E-X-T. Indy NXT or Next by Firestone. Well, okay. There you go. Same series, different name. Uh, how many? Last week's how many was how many total competitors uh, would be uh, in action at Montpelier Motor Speedway on Saturday for the uh, finale of the Monster Mash. Right. And uh, that actual number was 133. They had more on Friday than they did on Saturday. I think really? they tore up a few cars on Ooh. Friday night. So Saturday, 133. I guessed 139. You had 142. Booyah. Ow. But I think had you done Fridays, I think Fridays was like 144 or something, so you would have been closer. Well, and I knew, there, I knew there were a couple more cars that could only go on Saturday, so I... Oh, yeah, that's true. There were a few that were only there on Saturday. So... I figured Saturday's car count would be pretty good. Oh, well. 
We're going to, we in, among our listener uh, guesses, we kind of had a tie here. A tie? Sort of. One uh, guessed uh, five too high and one guessed five too low, but they were the closest. Brian Nelson guessed 128. Joshua Shanauer guessed 138. So, Let me guess. We're going to spin the Big D's pizza wheel. We are indeed going to spin the Big D's pizza wheel. So we're going to bring it up here on the screen. We'll make us here, and we're going to make Todd Sherman not be on the phone anymore because he's not. And then we're going to go here, and we're going to spin the wheel to find out who's going to win that Big D's pizza. I'm going to say it's going to be Brian Nelson. I'm thinking... So, Brian Nelson, congratulations. You got the Big D's pizza. You have 30 days to claim that pizza. Get with me, Dean, Henry, or uh, contact Big D's and you get a Clyde. free pizza. Yeah, Big D's and Clyde. So, congratulations. Um, it's been a while since I've been there. I'm really in the mood for a Big D's pizza now for all this talk. Uh, you want a chance to win a Big D's pizza? You have it next week. Um Actually, this week's Big D's uh, pizza thing, for how many? I'm, I'm not articulate tonight. Is going to be what position will the cup champion finish in? Because you got the four championship contenders, and whoever finishes ahead of the other is going to be the champion. So they don't necessarily have to win to win the cup championship. It's just they have to finish ahead of everyone else. So who is that top Finisher of those four drivers, where's he going to end up? Boy, we're going to have a lot of ties on this one. I we, see the we pizza, might. the pizza wheel is going to be busy next week because a lot of times the winner of the final race, at least in the history at Homestead when the finale was there, the winner a lot of times was one of those championship fours. So, uh, finishing position. So here's a hint: don't guess thirty nine or higher because you're probably going to lose. Actually, probably thirty. Five or six. Yeah. How many have they got? 39 that start? 30, 36? 30, okay, 36 start, and you, you, the, there's four drivers, so then it'd be 32nd would be the yeah. very worst. So you're anyway. A math whiz tonight, I know, it's Scott. crazy. I can't you're, talk, but I can do math. You're impressive tonight. Wow. So apparently I have to guess first, and uh, first seems to be a pretty good indication so far in early returns, so... I don't know. I don't think uh, I don't think they're going to win. I'm going with second. I'm going with a two. And I'm going to three. You're going to three. I'm going to three. Wow. I don't think there's a lot of guys that are hungry for a win this year, Scott, that haven't won yet. They're not in the chase. Uh, I see this being a, a real dogfight for the win. So the top two uh, finishers are going to not see, be cup conte- or I don't championship see, I contenders. Don't, I don't see racers moving over to let the contenders have at it. I okay. see this as being a, a real race, a dogfight for the win. You pick two. I got to go one behind you. Okay. That sounds fair. If you want a chance to win a Big D's pizza, go ahead and put your guests in the comments of our Facebook Live video or the YouTube Live video. If you're listening to us on the, the podcast on um, StreamYard, or on StreamYard, that, that'd be the video thing. The uh, yeah. Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, whatever. As long as it's before Sunday, I think the race starts at 3. Sunday at 3. And it's uh, you get an extra hour this weekend because it's daylight savings time starts on Sunday. Uh, 
Yeah. So but, three o'clock. But you lose an hour of sleep. No, you gain. It no, hour. that's right. You gain it. That's, yeah, because yeah. at two o'clock we're going back to one o'clock. So that's we get an extra right. hour. Yeah. I'm happy about that. Ooh. My, this but, is my favorite but, time change. But it's going to get dark about four thirty. That's true. Yeah. So um, about time to come inside and watch the race about three o'clock because it's going to get dark real soon. So you have until three o'clock to get your guests in. Uh, is basically what I'm saying. If you're not listening to us live, you can still come back and, and put your guests in before 3 o'clock on Sunday. Just put, uh, you know, the number of the position you think that the champion, the, the Cup Series champion will finish in at Phoenix. Yep. And uh, if you are correct and nobody else guessed the same thing, you got a Big D's pizza. If other people guess the same thing, we're going to spin the Big D's pizza wheel and determine that winner. So there you go. Uh, this weekend's Big D's Pizza Racing menu, nothing happened locally here. We're, we're pretty much done for the season. Done. Around here until the hangover race at Sandusky Speedway. Yeah, you going? We'll see what the weather looks like. I'm leaning towards yes, but I mean. Did you see the uh, inside wall that they put up? Did you see? I saw they were doing this. I yeah. missed the broadcast the other day. I yeah. meant to check that out, but I didn't have yeah. had a chance. I, uh. Because they were talking about stuff for next year. and I, Scott, I was there's a fair amount of dirt between the inside wall and the paved track. I see that being Is that pretty, fair game? I see that being pretty interesting for the hangover race. Is there a rule against using it? I don't know. Because if you get down there, that's going to throw dirt up on the asphalt, though. Are they going to throw a caution? I sure hope not. Of course, I mean, if there's I don't, I don't snow what, on the track, I guess it really doesn't I make don't a difference. Know why anybody would right, go we'll, down? There, we'll be but. talking. We'll have a uh, hangover race preview coming up in December, prior last show uh, before Christmas. Yeah, but uh, that'll be coming up uh, this weekend. Uh, you check out more action at the dirt track at Charlotte. The uh, World Finals continue tonight through Saturday. Again, tonight is the. Uh, uh, World of Outlaw Late Models with the Big Block Modifieds. Tomorrow night, Friday night, the uh, Sprint Cars join the Big Block Modifieds. And then on Saturday, all three series will each run a full show and crown their champions, the uh, World of Outlaw Late Models, World of Outlaw Sprints, and the Big Block Modifieds. So three night, three more nights of racing in those series. Uh, NASCAR action, it's a championship weekend at Phoenix. Friday night, it's the Lucas Oil 150. 10 o'clock on Fox Sports 1 for the uh, Truck Series. Right. Xfinity Series uh, will race Saturday in the Xfinity Series Championship, 6 p.m. on USA Network. What time is the truck race? 10 p.m. Eastern. These are all Eastern. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, they're over on the West Coast, so it'll be like 7 o'clock local time. Uh, And then the Cup Series Championship on Sunday at Phoenix there. That's going to be at 3 o'clock. That will be on NBC. Well, that's your uh, Big D's Pizza racing menu. Hammer Down Hotline this week. We got a text. If uh, you want to send in a text, leave a message, whatever, you can feel free to do so anytime, day or night. That number is 419-318-3081. I had to wait for it to pop up so I yeah. could read it. Uh, 419-318-3081. Feel free to call, text, uh, whatever. Leave a, leave a message or sh- type a message. Doesn't matter. This uh, week we got a text. And uh, that- let, let us know if you think NASCAR needs to put a halt to uh, the Chastain move. There you go. Um, this week's text was uh, if somebody Ty Gibbs you, apparently that's also a thing now. A, oh, Ty, yeah. a Ty Gibbs, you got a Ross Chastain move and you got a Ty Gibbs move. If somebody Ty Gibbs you, how would you uh, both handle it? I'll let you uh, answer this first. If you get Ty Gibbs, 
you get put into the wall on the final lap while you're leading, what do you do? Scott, tagging somebody in the left rear is a really chicken poo move. Um, there would be retribution. It may, it may not be immediately. Somebody's going to pay. Okay. Like I mean, when you I, say immediately, do you mean like in future weeks or maybe later race, that night? Scott racers don't forget. You know that. Uh, that was uh, my answer was this going to be that something I would definitely file away and and remember for the next time I see that particular racers vehicle don't, that are racers don't yeah. forget. Yes. So there, there, there's the answer. There's a, that's an easy one. I like that one. Yeah. Don't tie gib somebody. It's not good. No, left rear is not, or I'm sorry, the right rear is not fair game. You know, bumping a little yeah. bit to move someone out of the way, that's all right. Stuffing them in the wall, it's... Scott, rubbing is not racing. That's that's a line from a movie. Is that what that is? Yeah. See, I, I prefer to try and pass people clean. Absolutely, or as clean and as your can. car represents that. Sometimes, you know, sometimes there is contact. It's not intentional, but, uh, you know, yeah. we race on dirt on the edge of control. Uh, inches away, so sometimes there will be a little contact. Right. And and I get that from other people, too, and, and understand that. So, I mean, that's kind of something. If you get mad at that, if, anytime someone But if you look somebody you, in the right rear, that's because that's they, a little different. they intend to send you into the fence. Yeah, and that's not good. That's expensive and dangerous. And almost always involves some innocent... Now somebody else gets caught up in it, and I've race. had that happen yep. to me, where I've gotten caught up in somebody else's... Yep payback so that's also something else to consider but uh anyway uh thanks to associate producer uh dave keber contributors matt swanner john young doug doc and bob stazak make sure to like us on uh, facebook follow us on twitter at hammer report follow us on uh, youtube as well always listen to us on your favorite podcasting platform including apple podcast spotify iHeartRadio, google podcast whatever check us out hammerdownracingreport.com anything you need to know about the show is there also helps if uh, you rate and review us and uh, you share our broadcast with uh, all your friends. Yeah. Even if they don't, they're not racing, maybe maybe we can make them racing fans. Probably not, but, you know, it yeah, doesn't hurt. Good. Thanks to our sponsors, Big D's Pizza, Oakshade Raceway, Ron Miller Race Cars, Freeze Frame Photos, Dominator Race Products, Headhunters, Barber Studio and Salon in Perrysburg. Thanks again to this week's guests as well, Todd Sherman and Gabe Mueller. Next week on the show, we're talking Flat Rock champions. Um, Still working on a couple, but uh, I already have uh, Eric Lee, Billy Early, and uh, Mike Miller are uh, locked in. Very good. So we'll have at least those, if not more. Uh, Until then, I guess there's no local track to get out and support this. Don't forget that next Tuesday's Election Day, whether you vote left, right, or somewhere in the middle, be there. I already voted. Good boy. I'm done. And I don't like that they keep sending me stuff. I feel like I'm killing trees by throwing them in the recycle thing. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. 7 o'clock next week. We'll be back with Flat Rock Champions. Have a great weekend. Enjoy uh, whatever you're doing this weekend. Hopefully it's not raking leaves because yeah. it's not fun. Get out and vote, folks. There thanks you go. For, on Tuesday. Thanks for listening. We'll see you. You have been listening to the Hammer Down Racing Report, available on demand on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting platform. Have you ever wanted to know how to win a Formula One Grand Prix? 
I mean really know. Know about the driver tactics from the cockpit, the strategy calls from the pit wall, and even the mind games in the paddock. There's a lot more that goes into winning a Grand Prix than just 90 minutes of racing. So every week on the F1 Strategy Report, we're taking a deep dive into the decisions that shape every result. Hey there, my name is Michael Laminato, and every week I'm joined by an expert guest from the paddock to talk through the big calls that won the race and the missteps that resulted in bitter defeat. Before every race, we'll look back at the previous year's result and consult the current form guide, and we'll be in your feed after every Grand Prix, dissecting the outcome and what it means for the championship. So for your regular hit of Formula One analysis, subscribe to the F1 Strategy Report wherever you get your favourite podcasts. The Strategy Report is a beer mogul podcast on the Evergreen Podcasts Network. My name's Michael Laminato and I'll catch you after the chequered flag.